Welcome to Visual Friends Radio, the podcast about all things visualization with industry leaders and practitioners from all across the globe. My name is Charity Shaw. I'm your host for today's episode and excited as always to be here. Even more excited than usual as I'm doing two episodes back to back. It's been a super busy period for us with the release of UNITO, which we discussed in our previous episode. And in today's episode, I'm lucky enough to be chatting with Marcel Van Hove again, founder of this cool podcast. And of course, he's also the founder of the uber cool Visual Friends. Marcel joined me for a chat about another big announcement, which you may have read about in our newsletter, Visual Friends Germany. So I'm going to ask you to geek out a little, step into my time machine with me as we actually recorded this episode at the start of spring or autumn if you're in the Northern Hemisphere, but we've been waiting to release the two episodes hand in hand. So are you ready? Headphones in, let's go. Marcel, guten Tag and welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for joining me today. (laughs) <laughs> guten Abend, Charity. Oh, is it? So good evening, Charity. Oh, it's, it's evening for me, but it's afternoon for you. That's correct, yes. So I just wanted to say good evening to you. I did two years of German and it's terrible. I shouldn't try again. No, it's not, no, 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 you were right. You were right. Guten, guten, guten Abend means good evening. And, Thank you. And uh, guten Morgen is good morning. Now I get lost in translation. Guten Tag means good day. Yeah, so you're absolutely right. Awesome. Good I to nailed be back. It. Nailed it. <laughs> um, so this said, was a German lesson. Yeah, yeah. That's how, we, that's how I start my evening with my German class. <laughs> so I said Guten Tag, essentially, because you're joining us from Germany and, and I think it is the last day of summer over there. So you're probably going to say it's warm and sunny and make me very jealous. Um, it is not warm and sunny and you don't have to be jealous. I think most of the time the Hamburg, so north of Germany where I am, summer is, is definitely colder than any any winter maybe not melbourne but sydney definitely yeah sydney brisbane definitely so we have right now maybe 15 degrees or something and it's raining and very cloudy and i'm sitting here in my office and yeah no oh yeah um, and, and you just made me very sad oh, yes you're right the summer is over autumn is coming and um, yeah, guys, it's only whatever, three months, then it's Christmas. Yeah, yeah. And then the year is gone. And what a crazy year it's been. Yes. I, I wanted to talk about Germany. Like For people who haven't listened to the podcast before and don't have the history of the previous episodes and, and for you, I mean, you are German, but you lived in Australia, which is where you started Visual Friends. I just thought I'd start with a little history lesson on you about where you've been <laughs> and where you came and when you went back to Germany. Can you tell us a little bit about that? So first time to Australia, 2007, then back to Germany for six years after a year traveling and backpacking Australia. And then with the family back in 2013 and then lived for five years in Australia. Um, I became an Australian citizen as well as a German citizen by birth. And well, today I'm, I feel like I'm, I'm between both parts of the planet well now i am pretty much locked down here on this side because we can't travel so much but yeah i really like germany as well as australia and i'm i always look for the best sides of of both countries and it's really nice to be back um i came back with the birth of liam like to germany and uh, so my son was born in july 2017 and i think a month before that i moved back to germany as well so 
my wife um, moved back before one month earlier than me because I was running trainings around Australia. And then I came in June 2017 back to Germany, mm. which doesn't mean I was back. I was traveling, I think, at the same year when Liam was born four times back and forth, flew to Australia and back every second month to run trainings at companies and uh, to make up an income, right? Like to, to um, not leave things fall apart. Uh, lucky me, we, we had an awesome and still have an awesome team around me. But there was a lot of traveling in 2017. And then yeah. we moved a bit down. And 2018 was a bit less and 2019 was even less. And 2020, here we are, COVID-19, <laughs> no travel at all. <laughs> That's right. And who knows when it will start again. So family is the best reason to move. Yes. And also the reason why I came back from Australia, back to back uh, home, my parents getting a bit older and I, I really um, yeah, wanted to be back um, close to the family. I think when you have a strong bond with your family, you maybe go for five, ten years or something in the country, but then it's like a magnet, a slow. Mm. For me, it was like this magnet and it pulls you back. So if I think about the future in 20 years, I don't know where I am. But for the next 10 years, I think that's clear. I will be in Germany, but I don't know where I retire. I really like where Danny is, Brisbane. Yeah. Come on, guys. That's... Fraser is my favorite place to be. So that's really nice. I can say I lived on an island in the Pacific for two years. So <laughs> it is a, when you find warm weather on an island, it's a great place to be. Yes. So back to today's podcast. Um, so <laughs> since returning to Germany, like were you going back into a role over there or were you still working your business as, a, as an entrepreneur and a startup owner? What was it keeping you busy, you know, in Germany when you first went back over there? Well, um, keeping busy was basically being a dad. <laughs> Unfortunately, the, the marriage with my wife didn't uh, prolong and, and we, we split it up. So today we are very good friends, best friends together and raise Liam together. But I was uh, 50% of the kids' duty were with me and I... 2017 as well as 18, I was mainly um, like a dad at home. With um, whenever I had time um, between the naps and so on, I was calling clients and say, "Hey, how are you? How's about the next training?" And so you, you, we, I had a lot on my plate. And uh, luckily, we we have an amazing team, and yeah. Danny and more and more grew into the role of the head for Australia, and and it was really very good not being alone, especially in that time. Yeah, yeah. Good to have a team around you. Yeah, that's so true. I'm really feeling it now when you are working from home all the time. Even having a virtual team yeah. is great. It's great to have people. So with yeah. with visual friends, and so what are the kernels of kind of inspiration that were bubbling up inside you when you were back in Germany? Well, I, um, as you guys know, we, uh, until recently, we, we have taught the, the Picablo framework. And as it comes from Germany, I, I couldn't uh, deliver that here. And uh, with, the, with the switch to Unito and to our own products, the Unito school, we, we really have now a situation where I can be back and I can start running trainings as well. And so for me, it was basically in my back of my head for a long time. How do I get back in the training room? Because I really like to teach as well, right? Like I flew over for the VisConf 2018 and the VisConf 2019, and there was running visualization trainings then. 
and I felt great. All the time when I was back at home, I couldn't run a training because we don't have the license for Germany because they basically were doing it uh, on their own. Mm. So with the step away from Picabo, it is really, I feel liberated and free. We are, we are, so, I have so much energy uh, as we talked about it, like the um, developing an app on the site as a booklet for our um, UNITO training and creating all those icons. It was huge fun. It was really gave me so much energy and here we are only eight months later starting our own first training in Germany which has recently happened so it's wow that was really cool yeah so tell us about how the first training ran was it a large group or a small group is it a public was it online you know was in-house so um, I have the pleasure to be here in a business center visual friends Germany are located in, in near my hometown. And it's basically like a co-working space. Like in Melbourne, you maybe know the cluster or those ones. This one here is a government-funded, supported by uh, the business angels, which is like people who, who invest in, in, in companies here. And so we you have a, a very, very good environment here. Only Not only for like I have my own big office here, like uh, where I can record and, and run trainings live online, but also the network. So I was running the first training on the um, 17th of July here in Buchholz face to face. So because we are currently have very low numbers of COVID-19, we are allowed to meet uh, for those trainings, like probably similar to Brisbane right now or to Queensland. And I was, oh my God, I got so much energy out of that and we maybe we put a picture on Lisa of this to, to show uh, and my, my father I, I, I whatsapped him the picture of the training he's like Marcel I haven't seen you for a while like this so that that says something right like mm. you you were super happy for me taking this group picture so basically like we always do with a group when when Danny or a trainer finished a class you, you have this uh, group result and I was just super happy i was i was carrying this energy for two three days with me and i'm looking forward to do more of those you need to trainings here it's because you're doing what you love like you know when you get when you yes. like that fire like you know i'm an actor and when i know when i'm acting my passion is is so on fire and it's it really it just infects yeah. your whole life in the most positive way yeah what a joy so who else when we talk about visual friends germany i mean who else yeah. is there with you what's the team over there of course, we are much smaller. We are right now only two people. Uh, that's me and Lililia and Sotova. And she is our first UNITO trainer here with me together. And she is German-Ukrainian. And yeah, we, we work together on delivering trainings here. I like to do a tag team of at least two people. You, otherwise, you, you fly like a blind pilot. So for all those people out there who would like to start a business, don't do it alone. At least have someone on the side who is uh, strong enough to say, um, that was wrong. <laughs> and say, do something different. Yeah. <laughs> That's a. It's probably a good segue to talk about starting a business again over there, or even yeah. like se- you know, segueing your business. So you still have the Australian Visual Friends family, and now you have the Visual Friends Germany. So from a business perspective, what what were some of the things you thought about? Like I know you've created a visualfriends.de website. You know, how did you truncate mm-hmm. your business? Are you just replicating the same model, or are you doing things differently over there? I felt often very much like 2014. When I started in Australia, 
um, the visual friends at this time was called marcelvanhoff.com but it was pretty much the same we just rebranded then to visual friends to be not me only because it's not what i like so so when we when i started here yes i i took a copy of the australian web page and then started coding this and the web page because i'm a software developer helps me a lot to um, clear my thoughts so it's it's um, it helps me to design in the role of the customer because i can just imagine myself someone reading this or someone seeing this and then that helped me a lot so i just started with with translating content that is uh, generic between the english and german and then writing own content that is very special for germany um or different and then mainly yeah like when you when you when you start a business like a training business um it's also about the sales funnel like how you record uh, little videos and giving uh, things for free and uh, we have that in australia right like when you sign up for a class you get your first slip shot with us and you get a short uh, introduction training and the same is needed in german and so i just recorded a german uh, short video series where people can sign up for free and then i started cold sale like i'm i'm calling a lot of people just cold like um, companies I, i know from old days or something like friends that are talking day and night about uh, what i'm doing and as i can do it now with unito we we are like i can just do sales all the time so it's it's 80 sales and 20 video and website that's my job right now to get this started mm. And so much of that sales is also driven like word of mouth, like when people start doing the True. training. It means yes. so much in Australia. So many people come to our training who, through through a friend who's done the training. That's absolutely right. Like this is how it becomes a, a growth loop. Um, growth loop, when you Google that, is people referring uh, each other and then uh, coming back into the system, getting to know it. And hopefully the growth loop goes up so that the business grows. And and this is uh, yeah something that um, of course is not so much possible here. I'm doing mainly social marketing on uh, the German LinkedIn, which is Xing.com, and yeah, starting from scratch. I uh, I feel like it's really like being an entrepreneur again, even if I've done it before. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. Ah, and and another motivation. Uh, this is this this is a big thing. Was for me in Germany to talk to the schools. Like for me, schools are a very, very important market to talk to them because like we are in Germany so much behind in, in terms of digitalization, in terms of online learning and on help the teachers to develop their skills to do online classes. Mm. Because my, Elena, like she's Australian as well, right? She lived with us in Australia. Elena is now 14 years old. When COVID-19 happened, she basically had no school for half a year. And the teachers were just completely unable to open up a Skype call or a Zoom call and uh, get the class together because it's not either not permitted by the government that you are, have online meetings or they are not skilled enough to basically. Um, it's an older generation, those teachers. I think the teachers in Australia in, in average are younger and they were just um, maybe overwhelmed with the situation. And I'm, yeah. we subsidize classes where we teach teachers uh, in Germany to get started with, with online learning. So pen and paper, cutting out um, little speech bubbles and so on in, in little uh, sketch note style, putting a document camera on top 
and explaining the teachers how to have basically their blackboard or whiteboard back in um, now with a camera and how to use smartphones. Like you in Bavaria, you have the law that students are not allowed to use the smartphone in schools, full stop. And the mm. same, it's not better in other states. And um, I really want to help um, with Visual Friends to change that and to bring us a big step forward. We have 5 billion in euro for the education of our education system, but only for digitalization, not for the education. So they get all smart boards, iPads now, and um, they start all that, but they don't know how to use them. Yeah, and they say, and I read a statistic like a, a while ago. I think it was, I can't remember the percentage of children that are actually at school now learning for jobs that don't exist yet today because we are advancing so rapidly. So essentially, yes. you're studying at school, you're going to finish school, and you're going to end up in a job that doesn't exist yet. It's fascinating. And you know, you think if you went to a junior school or a high school where there's no technology, you are at a disadvantage, I think, for the future. Yes. Very challenging. Mm. Oh, that's exciting. I didn't know you were doing that. <laughs> yeah, Germany is very... Uh, Nell and I went to primary school in, in Melbourne. I think it was grade three. The school decided it was either iPad or a laptop. And uh, this class decided for a laptop and I got it in grade three. Elena has no laptop now in grade nine in the high school. Yeah, wow. So she has one because she got my old MacBook Pro and she needs that, but it's not by any way uh, by the education system and and what does it mean for kids who don't have parents who can afford a laptop so i'm i'm really like passionate about helping the teachers to educate and also i don't know what i did wrong in my life but around myself a lot of people are teachers <laughs> in germany so that's uh, it's good feedback they say what's useful and what not. Um, so we probably have right now in Visual Friends Germany uh, two legs we stand on. One is the education system and the other one are the normal business B2B market, like people who are, like to do a career and, and get a voice and be, become a better visual leader or just a better leader, become very visual. And same as in Australia. But the education system is, I'm focusing on that right now because I just think it's important. And I think back to entrepreneurship, it's so much about finding a gap in the market or finding a need and filling that because no one else is, you know. I think that's very much it. Hopefully you're, you are the winds of change in Germany with trying to get technology into schools and people feeling confident using it. Yeah, they are, they are very good people already who are, who are doing it, but they don't see it as a business model. They see it as a YouTube on the weekend model. Like you just do some wow. YouTubes, a very good channel is a doodle teacher. And also others, like it's, um, maybe you can put some show notes underneath, but it's, if someone reads, uh, listens to it from Germany. Yeah, it's a gap and it's needed. And I want to definitely help with visual friends here in Germany to change, to bring us one century further. They're still in the 20th century. Is there anything else that you want to add before we wrap up? No, just if you're in Germany or somewhere in the time zone around Germany, let's say, and you would like to learn about visualization, then and then come to our class, have a look at visualfriends.de. On the website, you find a new button on the top right. It's, um, you can switch between German and English. And yeah, I think if you're from Europe somewhere and would like to learn about UNITO, then come to our class. That's my wish. I really look forward to getting in contact with a lot of people who like to learn about visualization and visual collaboration. 
Yeah, that's very exciting. I'm I'm excited for you. I'm I'm glad that the business is growing over there as it is here too, <laughs> even in this really you know weird and challenging year. I just want to thank you, Marcel, for joining us and for sharing your story and for sharing this exciting new development for Visual Friends. And uh, I look forward to maybe chatting with you again more, like maybe late in the year or early next year to see like you know how things have developed again, you know, in the next quarter or two. Absolutely. Look forward to that. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Thank you very much, Charity. Thanks for your awesome work and, and talk to you soon. Thank you. And we really hope that you and our community, you guys are staying safe and well. We have a big Visual Friends community on Slack. So if you would like to share some of the ways that you are staying visual and creative and inspired like Marcel, join us there. It's visualfriends.slack.com. I've got lots of training dates to share with you. Uh, We've got training. I'm going to start with the German ones first. So visualfriends.de is the German website, and that's where you can find all the German information. Uh, But we have the two-day training, uh, 20 2nd and 23rd of October is in person. 29th and 30th of October is live online, as is the 7th and 8th of December. Back to in-person training, that's 10th and 11th of December. And then, of course, we have both live online and in-person training dates uh, already published for next year. If you're in the Southern Hemisphere, uh, we have Actually, actually, you can join this from the Northern Hemisphere. We've got training in English. It's uh, live online, so you can join from anywhere in the world. Uh, 26th and 27th of November and the 10th and 11th of December. And, and gosh, that takes us all the way up to Christmas. I cannot believe it's nearly Christmas. Lots of training coming up. But uh, if you, in the meantime, if you're enjoying listening to me chat with industry professionals like Marcel, let us know who you'd like to hear on the podcast and and what do you want us to talk about? What topics are of interest to you? We'd love you to share this podcast. I say this every time. Share it with your friends, share it with your social network, share it on LinkedIn. And of course, you can subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Spotify and SoundCloud so you never miss an episode. And while you're in there, give us a rating or maybe leave a comment for us and we can get back to you. Outside of Slack, you can follow Visual Friends on LinkedIn. We've got Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. We've got a great YouTube channel. But for now, stay home if you can, stay well, of course, and always stay visual. Thanks for listening. Catch you next time. 